video games were made to be played. Don't play yours? We know some people who will. We are Get Well Gamers, a charity who take your unwanted video games and consoles to give to children's hospitals and wards across the UK. Donating is super easy. Just head over to our website, getwellgamers.org.uk, to fill out our online donation form. You've played the hero, now be the hero. fellow gamers and welcome back to the Pure Dead Gaming Podcast, the one-stop shop for all things gaming, geekery and giggles. I am Jess and joining me are the formidable duo Craig and Andy. Boom boom! As always we'll be running through the latest news and guess what, more layoffs. It's the gaming industry's like favourite pastime at the minute it seems. We'll be sharing the games we have been playing including the latest Assassin's Creed installment Mirage and what's due for release as well in the coming week. Plus we also have our movie review segment and this time we're venturing into the wild waters of Lake Placid. It sounds like there's going to be a lake outside our house soon with the rain. Yeah, yeah I, wonder if that's gonna, I wonder if that's coming through the mic. It's pretty... It's ambience. I do love the rain, to be fair. I love the rain. Yeah, there's something uh, nice about it, isn't there? Yeah, and I don't, I don't mind going out in it if you're prepared for it as well. Same, like, same. I've got my big sleeping jack, sleeping bag jacket. and Goes see, right down to your feet. Yeah, yeah. And see, now that it's October, I'm like, oh, I'm allowed to bring this back out again. Um, I hate the look of those jackets, but I can totally I appreciate how comfy you must feel on yeah, it. And dry. That's yeah, the, that's the, that's the purpose of it, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mind the look of it. I mind that... There's just nowhere for it to go. <laughs> like what it, do you mean? it comes back in the we house. We don't have a cloakroom, okay? Oh, there you go. So it comes back in the house, love. and this thing is fucking huge. It's huge. It's, it's like having another human being in the house. <laughs> uh huh. It's the size of a human, and you just have to sit it somewhere. So it's like a fucking bust blow up doll fucking about the house or something. Oh dear. I I like putting like sometimes if I'm struggling to sleep, I'll put the YouTube black screen rain sounds on yeah I'll do that um, and I mind one night I was struggling to sleep and I'd done it out of habit and Heather was staying and she was like what the fuck is that and she's not into it at all <laughs> she's like she doesn't like the sound of the rain I'm trying to set the mood in and I was like can I get to sleep <laughs> but some folk find it relaxing I think it's that white noise kind yeah. of sound because it is kind of the same idea isn't it it's mm. that white noise that just chills folk out kind of thing so yeah, I quite I like when the rain's like enough it. the windows. I do like it. But uh, it seems to have stopped now. Right. <laughs> so it's been happening. I'm never, no. prepared for, I'm never prepared for this question. Not a lot. I've been doing a lot of gaming. Mm. Do, do you know what happened last week, right? I made a note of this because I, I think it happened... I think it was like Wednesday last week and that's like a fucking eternity ago in my life. It is. So I had to make a note of it, right? to just get the, the full madness of this right so there's a boy at my work and each day he was coming through and having lunch with me in my office right like, right so that's good i hadn't seen him for a while good to catch up with him i think it, it was definitely the wednesday he comes in and he's got his piece right 
And I wasn't really paying much attention. A piece is a sandwich for English. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's... <laughs> Please. Right, will you listen to a Scottish podcast? tea. Shut up. Please, tea, I, lunch. Right, so he brings his sandwich out, right? And he's got a ham sandwich. And I'm like, right, mm-hmm. basic, solid, fair enough. Very basic, yeah. But he opens it up, right? Then he crunches up a packet of crisps, adds the crisps to the mm. ham sandwich... And then starts eating it. Interesting. No. no. I don't agree with crisps in a sandwich in any regard. Have you tried, oh, have come you, on. Have you tried a crisp sandwich before? No. Right, well, you can't obviously have tried No, it. I can't. All no, right, so, right, sorry, no. Uh, right, well, you're not going to be the person to ask then. <laughs> Just doesn't... What, what the fuck? It's, no. no, there's... A crisp, a crisp it's sandwich. Elite. It's a, elite. Really a crisp elite. sandwich is fucking excellent. Oh my my issue is with ham. No, the ham. Yeah, that's a bit weird. Yeah. Meat. And crisps. What kind of ha- did you see? Did you clock what kind of ham? Was it nice honey roast wafer thin? I thought you were going to ask for Or was it crisps? shite fucking that one with the bear face and stuff like that? <laughs> Billy stuff Bear. Like <laughs> was the, also, I need to know what the flavour of crisps were. Aye, right. Mm. So that's that was the question to ask. Fucking yeah. what kind of ham? I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Not prepared for that. Fuck's sake, I wasn't over the spec yeah. these fucking pigs. Is, is that Asda or Tesco or what's going on over there? No. And what kind of roll? Where'd you get your ham, mate? Are we talking like a crusty roll? No, it's a sandwich. Just bread. Just bread. I'd be what type of bread. I would have said Hovis. If you were to nail me down, I'd have said Hovis, maybe a half and half. Half and half. 50 50. Yep. Hovis 50 50. Hovis right. 50 50, I would have said. No bad didn't, didn't, didn't look brown, but it didn't look white. 50 50, yeah. It was an inclusive bread. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. A very inclusive mm. bread. Right. But anyway, you're gonna, you can't see the forest for the trees here, right? Yeah, so yeah, ham, but then crisps on top. Yeah, a bit weird. And so. <laughs> As he's doing this, he's just, he's talking to me, right? And he's making this sandwich up while he's doing it. And I'm trying my best not to be like, what the, what fuck, the are you fuck are you doing? <laughs> but did you clock with crisps? It was? it was cheese and onion crisps. Walkers. Golden Wonder. Golden Wonder. Hmm. I prefer Golden Wonder, actually. Mm, mm. It's the but not with ham. Not with ham. Not with ham. No. I mean, again, like I just said to Andy, I've never tried a ham and crisp sandwich, so maybe don't knock it to have tried nah, it. I suppose. I'm not. I'm not going either. Would you try it? No, I don't think. No, so. no. I'm not even. I'm never going to try a crisp sandwich. Don't want to be. That's just not going to happen. Squinny. Squinny, could you try it? One of, one of the listeners, he loves eating food. He fucking he loves, loves it. eating food. He loves <laughs> his food. He loves it. I say this like he's on the line. He's not on the line. But Squinny, if you're listening, do us a crisp review. and ham sandwich review. And let us know. It's been yeah. a while. It's been a while. Oh dear. And no. listeners in general, let us know if that is odd or if it's more normal than I think. There is there is some weird things that you would think shouldn't work and they do. Like for instance, having a scotch pie in a roll, mm-hmm. that shouldn't work. But for some reason, it does. Not, like it's not like, tried it. It's, it's good. It's good well, Jess, don't knock it to try it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but just there's something about that. Like, even though it's technically got the the pie itself as the casing, yeah. And then you're putting another 
thing on like another thing to hold it. Yeah. And it's like that's overkill. It shouldn't work. But for it's some like reason, put, it it's does. like putting a hoodie on in a sleeping bag. Kinda. <laughs> Bit much. <laughs> Keeps me dry. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. I will see if Squinny can can do that. I think by ne- before next week though, you should have a crisp sandwich. Oh God. So, right. Okay. I would have it in a Brownings morning roll because I think they're the Right, that's okay, aye. That's fine. I'll uh, that. I'll probably have some salt and vinegar. Yeah. Prawn cocktail or salt and vinegar is what I would recommend. Right. Try it, honestly, it's really good. Right. It'll change your life. I'll give it a go. Speaking of changing lives, I don't know if we spoke of this last year, but there was an article came up and it was talking about how a guy had won like a world chess championship with the use of anal beads. Yeah, I heard. Do we talk about that? John Piers Morgan. Remember it. Yeah. Apparently, it's come up it was again. Signals, apparently. Aye. It would vibrate at like once for do this or something. Apparently, it's come up again because there's like, but it happened. So it was last year, but then it's happened, and there's been another round of fucking accusations. And the guy's like, "Would you just but he stop filed, it?" Did he not file a lawsuit or something? Yeah, like, yeah, he's yeah, raging he the guy, aye. Because he got disqualified for loads of stuff because he was he, they thought he was cheating, but then yeah. he claimed he, he didn't. did cheat though in the past. I That's he was why like it's fucking about, 12 or something. Yeah, but. yeah, yeah. You're absolutely right. And, and, and he's been plotting and, He's been plotting his next genes. Candle ever since. But it was like that guy, Magnus Carlsen, he's like a really big chess player and it was him who was playing or something. Right. And aye, the, the fucking rumour is they had any anal beads up his arse that were like remotely vibrated and it was giving him some sort of signals to do something. I'm like, come on, the fuck. I mean, I'm not saying it didn't happen. I don't like it's that. genius if it did, but where do you come out? Like, where do you find that accusation? Do you know what I mean? Where do you find the anal beads? I just, lo- I, I would love if there's video footage and every single time before he does something, it's just and he goes, he <laughs> <laughs> just puts a face on every time. I'm like, yep. Oh, it's nice to think of it. Huh? I wonder. Maybe he'll get outed at some point. Maybe they'll find. The- Find the beads. The anal beads. Mm-hmm. The anal beads in question. Uh, lovely topic to think about. Isn't it? Straight off the fucking just crisp rolls. Just after food. Uh, just after Straight off the food. crisp rolls onto the anal beads. Right, I'll bring it back to gaming. Because I saw another article. Apparently, uh, back in 1997, PlayStation had the chance to buy the FIFA licence. Or will right. take over the FIFA license. So I'd never heard this story, but it was a yeah. an article that was done with like a ex. It was like the ex CEO or something like that of EA Sports, right? And so apparently in 1997, the guy who was like some guy who was high up in PlayStation had basically phoned him and went, "By the way, uh, there's a there was a sort of third party company that dealt with the rights of FIFA ISL, I think it was. Right. In fact, it was ISL because I'm remembering back to that FIFA documentary. Um, and they phoned up PlayStation and they were like, by the way, um, would you be interested in exclusive rights to FIFA? And seemingly, fair fucks to him, the guy at PlayStation was like, eh, we'll get back to you. And he went off the phone and he phoned up the folk at EA and we're like, by the way, FIFA are trying to fucking sell us the rights uh, <laughs> for, for FIFA. And um, he was like, what, what are you going to do with that? And he's like, well, no, that's... Um, he says, well, maybe go for it if you don't make the deal, but that's your deal. And I thought, fair enough. Why were they doing that? It's an odd, maybe to... Looking for more money. I mean, PlayStation were flying 90s, high at that point, so I 97. suppose. 97, aye. 
When did it come out? They played ninety six. Ninety six. Aye, it was. It had sort of. I mean, sixty four was out, but the Saturn was on its arse. And the play, although the N64 was good. As soon as it came out. Aye. As soon as. Oh, aye, definitely aye. How long did that last, actually, Saturn? Like, technically, before they kind of stopped making games for it and stuff? Like, two or three years? Not even? It wasn't long. It wasn't long. Because then the Dreamcast came out after that. Yeah. The Dreamcast, aye, so the Dreamcast came out in 99. Right. And the Saturn was 95. So, Mm. aye, they gave up on it pretty fucking quickly. Yeah, they really did. 94. Late ninety four, it came out. Hmm. So the Saturn was out before the PlayStation. It came out before the PlayStation. No. I didn't. I didn't remember that actually. It's the thing. See, back then we were getting all our info from magazines. Yeah, I know actually. <laughs> and not usually in date ones. And no. everyone was like three months behind and stuff anyway, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, I used to buy it every month. Hmm. The magazine actually. Ah, the good old days. I know. Now you get it straight into your ear holes. That's something about like a magazine, though. No, I do still like a magazine sometimes. No, I've not way. bought one in years, but yeah, I, I do. I, I, but even though same. you can't get all the information on, online, there's something about just it's something having, having that tangible thing. Yeah, like just to, to read yeah. through and stuff like that. There's something about it. Mm. I would agree. Mm-hmm. Strongly agree. Well, can I tell you something random I found out just before we move on to the game and stuff? Um, bacon. Mm-hmm. Do you have smoked bacon or do you like unsmoked? Do you smoked. care? We normally pick smoked. Same, right? And then I find unsmoked out... bacon just no, it's a bit bland. No, it's no. I had it. I've had it. I've had it. Cray. It's, <laughs> it's nice. That's always be you. I was like, surely smoked is the way to go. I've had unsmoked bacon. I just don't think it tasted as good. But see the amount of things that when it comes to food, because Heather is a farmer. And mm-hmm. the amount of stories I've started hearing. Yeah. So apparently... Oh, fuck's sake, he's going to tell us it. <laughs> Are we going to be a vegetarian or <laughs> No. It's not that. Well, uns- un- see, with unsmoked bacon, the pig is actually held in uh, a five-star resort, but the smoked bacon, it gets kicked up and down the farm. <laughs> it's not quite Pissed that. Pissed on. But the I piss had- is what makes it smoked. <laughs> <laughs> I had images, though, of it. With smoked being like pigs been hung in a shed somewhere and it being smoked over the wood and all that kind of stuff for like 24 hours or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Right. That's not what happens, apparently. It's literally just a chemical, like it's sprayed on the bacon ah. preservatives and fucking acid numbers and all this kind of stuff right. that resemble a smoked taste. Right. So it's no smoked at all. Unless you're going by premium fucking stuff mm-hmm. like maple syrup smoked it's actually been drenched in that kind of shit Aye. but apparently this is just if, you, sm- if you shop at Martin and Spencer's may- possibly may but you, you can read it in the bag though it tells you it's literally just a, like a spray to make it resemble smoked so when she told me that I went right I'll fucking buy unsmoked and see and I went on by I bought unsmoked and it just tasted absolutely fine and I was like but now like see when I've started knowing this sort of shit Started like learning all this, mm. it's it's really getting quite annoying actually learning all the fucking shiny dirty food. <laughs> Honestly, but it's like it's, I'd rather have my eyes opened. But every time I would like, rather know it. No, see, yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't want to be looking down at my food, going knowing exactly how that fucking animal suffered for me to be sitting there. Yeah, I know. No, I know what you mean. Yeah. So I've I've moved the unsmoked. Right. Okay. I'll adjust the weekly shop. 
just, please. Just in case you need a breakfast or next try buy we, breakfast. Next time you're making me a morning roll, unsmoked, please, for me. Right. With or without crisps? <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out. Uh, we'll go for one. <laughs> okay, as always, we like to share what games we have been playing. It's been a busy old week in terms of releases, so we'll shit through what we've been playing. Who's, who's up first? Anybody, just, anybody finished Star- anything? No, no, I'm playing Starfield, so no, no chance. <laughs> Fucking never going to finish that. I saw you at about like 70 hours or something like that, though. Yeah, but a fair bit, actually. <laughs> yeah, but it feels like I've done nothing. It feels Aye. like I've done nothing. But I'm at like level 34 or something. Mm. So, then all right. Making good progress. Yeah. And apparently there's no cap. You can just keep on all right. doing it. I think the last achievement's for... Level 100. Yeah, you get an achievement right. for 100. But like essentially, but you can keep on going, which is quite cool. Because I was like, I wonder if this is a thing where I'm going to have to kind of plan out. If it gets to 100, like, pick, start picking and choosing. Right. But you can just keep on going and doing whatever oh, okay. you want. So. And still enjoying it? Uh, I am still enjoying it. I'm just like, like learned to play it a wee bit differently. Because I seen to you earlier, like, at first I was kind of like maybe travelling... Like, I think you've really got to utilise the fast travel in this game mm-hmm. for it to work. You know what I mean? Because in games like Skyrim and Fallout, you could just walk and venture. Or like games like The Witcher, like they've got the developers do that thing where they say, you know, "Oh, what's over there? What's over there?" Aye, but on a map, you're never forty seconds or sixty seconds away from something. Mm-hmm. That's how they do it. You know what I mean? So you're never too far away from a thing happening mm-hmm. in a game, whereas. In fucking Starfield, it's like five minutes walking, then you'll you'll no find nothing. Aye. So it's not the same type of game. Yeah, you know what I mean, so you've got to really utilize the fast travel. I think just to go to where you need to be, and don't Aye. waste time fucking fanning about walking. Do you think they missed a trick not adding some sort of vehicle system like other yeah. than your spaceship, but like on, on the land, a buggy or something? Hundred percent. Because I would have liked to get into my ship and fly on. The, like just above the land I just skim it mm-hmm. yeah but I think 100% they should have added something mm-hmm. like a wee like tiny ship you can get like a wee fucking thing you can get just to quickly go somewhere are you on a fucking skateboard or something <laughs> just something you're right but just I'm, something I imagine just like a wee sort of buggy thing and then you yeah. could just go back to it and you could load it up while your stuff yeah. and then go back and get more stuff and yeah. then drive that back to your ship that'd yeah. be cool I quite like there's, there's certain things I've not ventured into very much and I don't think I will like the full like the full resource thing mm-hmm. like going to a planet and building all the shit that you'll start to I see resources. I wasn't that interested in that stuff I, could, I tried I actually tried and I even YouTubed how to do it and it was it was just so confusing and you needed loads of resources to actually build the stuff and I, I was like I can't be fucked with that mm-hmm. you know I mean? it's just, that's just not the kind of stuff I enjoy no um, the bit that I kind of thought like I would maybe like to get into like, and build a cool one was building a cool ship mm. but then I googled what ships to get and I found out you can get a half decent one doing that uh, the Rangers, the Rangers, uh, kind of like storyline. So, I'm currently doing that to try and get that ship. Yeah, and then apparently that will do you. Uh, you know what I mean, that that will do you because I've already got like a good armor set. It's called like the Mantis set or something. Yeah. Oh, that's one you told me about. Aye, actually, aye. The sea, you, you get it from the secret outpost mission mm-hmm. or something. Did you get that ship? Got that ship. Aye, aye the Razor Leaf. 
which is decent as well. Yeah, um, but that's, I, that's I got that, that and I upgraded home. it like a small amount, but not much. But that did me because I was I was trying to just play it like a Fallout game because that's what I wanted. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I tried to upgrade it and I couldn't add anything to it. I'm sure I'll no, because it kept on like you, you need to like. Did I not? Did I, like, maybe I upgraded my normal ship and then I get that one. Or well, something. you can upgrade or you can add. Have you added into it? Or have you just upgraded bits? Like, have you just like put better engines on it, or did you actually add stuff to your ship? Because you can add like better cargo holds. Yeah. But see, as soon as you start trying to do that, it starts coming up like red. You kind of add that to that bit. You've got if you add this bit, you've got to then add another bit. And it just starts no it's working. System, I get yeah. lost. I get lost yeah. in it, and I was like, "Fuck that." Yeah. Cast- Castles was around the other night, and he was saying he's like seven days deep or something like that in it. Fucking yeah. insane, man! And um, he's built this utter monstrosity of a ship, oh, and he's he? and he's like, "Don't we-? it holds like something like seventy thousand whatever?" Like, and, he, <laughs> and, he, and he's like, "It's fucking great," he said. But um, because it's so big now. He says it's absolutely immobile. He says if an enemy gets behind me, I'm absolutely I'm fucked because it, <laughs> it takes him an hour to turn around. Takes about ten minutes to turn around. Yeah. So he's had to put like these automatic weapons on the back of it. So mm. if something gets behind him, it shoots for him because he can't turn around. God's sake. Well, that's kind of like ships that are more like for fighting than more ones that are like cargo haulers. So it depends how you want to play the game, I suppose, doesn't it? Well, I because again, like don't be wrong, I did some of the ship combat, but when I didn't have to do it, I didn't because I was like, again, I like I've never enjoyed a game where you're in a fucking spaceship shooting in my life. Like I just used the spaceship as a fast travel device. Yeah. Like there was certain fights you did have to do, but but if I didn't have to, I was like, I'm out of here. Yeah, that's the only ones I've done, the ones you have to do for a yeah. story. That's it. Yeah. I'm enjoying yeah. it though. I've not touched it in a couple of weeks now, actually. Um, also, I've been busy with other things, but it's, it, I don't know, I'm at the point, like, I was enjoying what I've played, but I just, it just seems like such a, I don't know. Investment in uh-huh, your time. And a huge, I don't know, it just seems a bit overwhelming yeah, to kind of go back and keep going with it. Yeah, so. especially when you've taken a break. Yeah. It's always the same. It's hard to get into a game once you've taken a wee break. Mm-hmm. You're better off just like kind of waiting until you can give it some actual uh, time. Yeah, which October is not the month for that. No, so. not at all. It's not. No, but I have checked something off the list. Sea of Stars, I have completed. Um, it took longer than I thought to be honest. I mean, for anyone who's not, um, yeah, well, it's meant to be a thirty-hour game, but you're like sixty-five or at something. At least double that. It said three days. Whatever that is. 72 hours. Yeah. So, and I don't know if that's just because I was shit at it. Probably. I mean, it's the first time you've played probably. a turn-based game, so yeah. I probably. Um, but yeah, there, there were aspects of it that, like, I really, really enjoyed. I really liked the characters, the main characters anyway. Um, the kind of 16-bit visuals were really cool. A lot of the worlds, like, there was just such variety in the kind of settings that you went to and even like the kind of platforming you did like sometimes you were like going down a waterfall and then you were like under the sea and stuff so it was I think that aspect of it I really really liked obviously it took me a while to kind of understand the turn-based stuff and having not played a game like that before um and I I was like I, I don't know if it's like something I'm wanting to jump back into again 
Well, the thing is, like, like when you what, play a turn-based game, you mean? Yeah, I mean, or... I know the Super Mario RPGs coming out, and that'll be an easier turn-based game. I probably will play that, Aye. but um... but when you when you dive into turn-based, it takes a bit for your virginity to grow back. <laughs> <laughs> and only then do you become proficient in it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! Um, you need to wait for your hymen to grow back. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's, that's when happens. you'll become an elite. Yeah. Once you regrow that hymen. Um, but yeah, there was a couple of couple of times where, like, I just, you know, as I was progressing, I'm like, oh god, another combat encounter, mm. another combat encounter, and I've never understood it. See, like, turn-based, I don't get it. How yeah. it's supposed to be engaging, I don't. There understand. was, to be fair, like I think the sort of drip-fed the kind of skills that you acquire <clears throat> and your new party members quite well throughout the game. So you know, I would somebody else would come on board, and then they'd mm. have a different skill. So because there were so many, like combat encounters I'd be like oh let's test this one out and I feel like that kind of kept it fresh so it wasn't right. just oh the same old same old again there was new things to try out and different ways to play it I suppose um, but I got to a point where I'm like alright oh, I must be nearly at the end because like it's, I don't think it's too much of a story spoiler but like my my character's like separated and I'm like right they're going to reconvene it's going to be the big boss and I did the big boss and then that wasn't the end Hmm. And then got to another Just bit. I'm like, I'm like, oh, right, yes, another boss. Right, here we go, here we go. Still not the end. <laughs> and I was another four hours after that, like to the point where I thought I was finished. And then it just kept going. <laughs> and at, at that point, I don't know if it I was... I it's welcome. I don't know if it was me because I'm like, right, I need to get this finished and I want to mm. move on to something else. And I don't know if that sort of tainted my... Well, your experience of it. Aha, uh-huh, because... Because I wanted it to be finished and it wasn't, I got a little bit frustrated every time where some, mm. you know, when it kept going. And also, I sort of dis- disengaged with the story at the end a bit because mm. it just felt like, I don't know, right, defeat this guy, but there's another thing to defeat and I need to overcome this. You know, it's just, it was like a bit repetitive. Kept going um, But yeah, I don't know if that's just me. Like, I did enjoy it and I. I think the fact that you enjoyed it's a win because yeah. it's a totally different genre for you. Yeah. But I think these type of games outstaying their welcome is pretty common. Like, Sea of Stars, to be fair, is one of the shorter ones. Like, I don't know, it's totally normal for a JRPG to be like 70, 80 hours. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it's like a bit of an endurance test. Yeah, and I mean, I did put some of the accessibility options on, like, so you get these little relic things and I, I had a couple on, but I didn't have them all on, so like, I, it was challenging enough. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I didn't have it on super easy and it would just, you know. Um, but yeah. Done. Tick. I think you'll give that a go, Craig. It did look cool. And I'm not as adverse to turn base as I used to be, but mm. I don't think I'll get the time. It did, like I said, it did look cool. Everyone I know that's played it said it's great, mm-hmm. but there's just too much stuff to play. Yeah. I also didn't have the nostalgia for obviously like Chrono Trigger and stuff like that, which mm. I know that a lot of people have said. Aye, yeah. I think that would add to it for quite yeah. a lot of folk. Yeah. I think with our generation, there's like, like a nostalgia with 16 bit. Yeah. When you when you see, especially when it's like 16 bit but done better. Mm. Yeah. You know I mean, like HD 16 bit almost. Aye. There's something about that is quite cool. Mm. Kind of reminds you of playing the games when you were younger, I think. Uh, it's how it looked back then to you, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that's right, actually. It does, in your, in your head, it 
look look better. You're absolutely right. You know? uh, and you've also been getting angry at some birds. <laughs> and I was going to say no. I've been well. I've been slingshotting the birds. Yeah. Well, that's um, so anger. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so Revolution Games in Rovio are bringing or have brought the virtual reality spin on Angry Birds PSVR 2. So it, it has been out for a few years, but yeah, it's now on PSVR 2. Um, it's just, it's what you would expect. It's Angry Birds in VR. Mm-hmm. So, and I think the mechanics of having a slingshot in one hand, pulling it with your other hand, and just letting that bird go. You know, versus you're pulling your finger. Aye. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it's there's something really cool about it. Yeah, um, more satisfying. Yeah, and also it, it's the the tumbling of the blocks and things like that is really satisfying as well. You know, you're not going to you know, and it just it's a, it looks cool. It's you mm. know, if you've played like even like walkabout mini golf VR, it's this kind of same bright visuals that you would get in that, and you're you know you're looking down on this island. Yeah. Um, with obviously the birds and the and the pigs? Is it still as big a thing? Oh, fuck's sake. Is that what they are? Are they pigs? The little uh-huh. green things are pigs, yeah. Oh, are they? Yeah. Green pigs? I don't know. I don't know Probably what smoked if they're greener. What? Be what the have ke- they that, smoked, though? That'll be the chemicals going through them. But it's Probably weed. Gaudi about it. Is it not... What do you mean it's... I don't understand. Is it not angry birds? Ah, you fire birds at the pigs. Oh, they're pick your fine birds at the pigs. Have you never played yeah. Angry Birds? A lot. That was what I was going to say. It's been a long it's, time. Yeah. Right. But I feel like this kind of goes back to the good old days when it wasn't riddled with adverts. Like, yeah. do you know what I mean? Because it's a purchased PSVR 2 game. Like, there's no ads in between. So Got you just in. go get your three stars and move on. Yeah. None of this. Yeah, it's frustrating. Like, seconds nonsense. Back when the game first came out, obviously you I paid. Like, it was like two or three pounds or something like that. You paid it and that was it. Yeah. But now you can't just buy the game on phones. Because I was like, I remember when I'd showed it to my daughter and she was like, oh, that's, that's fun. Mm. And I was just like, right, just can I just buy this? Let me, I'll pay a fiver or whatever just so yeah. she can play it. She's fucking six years old. She doesn't get that you have to wait 20 seconds and then you have to press the skip ad in the very top corner yeah, and then yeah, you yeah. have to, but there's no option to do that. You just have to download it and then you have to put up with put the up ads. With Aye. That's kind of shit. Aye. Like, why is that's there not weird. like an unlocked pro version or whatever? Yeah, do you know pay what I mean? the money and get that's weird actually. Uh, so yeah, at least in this you can just play it. Yeah, so, that makes sense. Uh, only Jess has just shot of it yet, but um, I'm sure the kids will enjoy it as well. And I, I want to wish how we shot. I was enjoying. That's quite addictive. I remember Aye. being addicted to it when it first came out, but that's saying I, I didn't really. Is it still as big a thing on mobile? Sure. They still bring out iterations of it, like Star Wars versions and all well, that kind of shit. Recently, Rovio was bought over by Sega. Mm. So they obviously must still be doing all right. Yeah, of course. But you're definitely going to get Sonic and Angry Birds, I would say. Oh, fuck's sake. You'll be firing that hedgehog. So, Craig, it's your turn. What have you been playing? Uh, I've been playing lots of games for a change. <laughs> um, I spoke about this, I think, last week. I said I'd, I was going to be playing it for this week. It's called El Paso Elsewhere. Um, I hadn't actually heard of it and then El Paso oh no oh yes I've been seeing El Paso elsewhere it's everywhere it says elsewhere up there though I wonder if it's different 
That's strange. Right, you talk, I'll look it up and confirm. Anyway, I think I'm pretty sure it's El Paso elsewhere. <laughs> but um, yeah, it came on my radar because it was getting quite good reviews and I thought, check it out. So the publisher sent us through a code. It's essentially a Max Payne clone, but like old school Max Payne. So it's it's another one of these games that is pretty much using like PS1 architecture, right? The graphics are not amazing. Aye, basic, not amazing. But the art design is really cool. The world is really cool. And in terms of gameplay, like it's not like Max Payne. It is Max Payne. Like press up on the D-pad to take painkillers, to restore your health. Press left trigger to dive. <laughs> like ev- every single thing. The, the, even down to the way and the duration of the dives is exactly like Max Payne. The only difference is it's more of a sort of horror vibe rather than, like, I don't know, the grimy streets or whatever. Noir. Yeah, yeah. Um, But it's really cool. I really like it. Like, I've I've always been a big fan of Max Payne, so the gameplay loop is just really satisfying. Uh, I love the slow motion, everything about it so far. Um, I think there's 50 levels. I'm about 11 or 12 in so far. So I've still got a bit to go. It's maybe like a five or six hour game. Um, quite challenging, but not too bad. Um, the only downside, and this obviously will annoy you more than anyone, Andy, is the achievements. Right? So Don't even get me started. <laughs> exactly. So it's not that the achievements don't work. They do. I just I can't figure out what the issue with them is. So, for instance, one of the achievements is heal 10 times, right? Mm-hmm. So I remember looking at achievements for and I was like, heal 10 times, I'll have that in about fucking three minutes. And then I'd been playing for about an hour and I had definitely healed more than 10 times. And I was like, that hasn't popped up. That's weird. And I looked at it and you know how on Xbox, you probably don't if you don't look for achievements, but um, it has like a tracker. So see if see for things like that when it's healed 10 times, mm. like if you go into it, it'll tell you you're like 60% the way of getting it and you'll be like oh I've healed six times I just need to do it four more times to get it so on this it was at like oh I know this is how I keep track aye, of course. where I am achievement hunting uh, so with this it was at like 47% and I'm like right that doesn't even compute hmm. and I think I must start, so eventually I was just like right I'm just going to any possible time when I've got a thing I'm going to heal and see what's going on here and I think it was probably about you had to heal probably about 200 times to get it so I don't know if it's just I saw a thing online where it said that there was a problem with it tracking whether you've done it or not but that can't be the case I think it's just it's tracking it differently so instead of having to do it 10 times you have to do it like 200 and uh, it's the same with you have to, just maybe worded the criteria wrong or something. I think that's the case yeah like I, I saw a few different places and like I say they were saying like no no it's like half the time when you heal it doesn't register I'm like but that doesn't if that was the case then you would never get 47% no, it no. would go up in, t- in 5% and <laughs> 10% yeah. Um, but yeah either way like you, by the time you get to the end of the game you'll get all the sort of ones because there's one for like diving 30 times there's one for like 30 headshots and stuff. all I know is I'm, am I going to get my achievements on you'll that? get your thousand right well that's all we need to ah. good I'm happy now don't you worry I'm right? happy uh, the game it's not on Playstation yet it's just Xbox maybe Switch and PC but I, I would recommend it if you like old school Max Payne I think you'll like this it's, it's worth picking up 
El Paso everywhere to confirm is an exceptional multi-day gathering of local expats from all over the US and abroad in the aerospace industry. Um, it's already been this year, so you can no longer go to it. So to confirm, the game is called El Paso Elsewhere. Right, so I have been saying it right then. Yeah, but the logo that you downloaded on our notes is incorrect. Yeah, that's that's strange. Mm. It's not strange, it's just incompetence from you. I mean, that, <laughs> seem, that, that seems unlikely. That is the case. <laughs> yes. Uh, I played a little bit more Liza P. I haven't had much time for it this week. Um, the only reason I've really brought it up is just to confirm that there's DLC coming for it. Um, there was a job listing on their official on Neowiz's website that spoke about working on DLC for the game. So, I know so you're taking that as gospel that there's DLC. Well, if the developers are hiring for DLC, yes, I am. Right, okay. Yeah, <laughs> and with some of the news stories we've got a bit later, there's plenty of people looking for a job. That is true. So yeah, there should be more of that coming soon. I hope to play more of it in the next week. Now that I've cleared my my plate a wee bit, um, everything I played of it so far really really good. So. Playing more of that. There was a demo for Robocop. Yeah. So yes. it was only a demo on PC, annoyingly. But I downloaded, I don't know if it's part of, I don't think it actually was. It might have been part of Steam Next Fest, but it would have, I think it started before it. So either way, it's only available on PC. Gave it a download and tried it out. Holy shit, this game's good. Really? Yes. Uh, I know we spoke about the game before. And we were kind of a little bit hopeful of it, but we were a bit worried about the fact that it was going to be like 20 hours. Yeah. It's really fucking And the cool. fact that it might not be a challenge because you're Robocop. Aye, well, there is yeah. that. There is that. I mean, I would imagine when I started it, and the demo was maybe like about an hour long, I didn't play the full thing because I, would, I got to a point where I was like, I'm definitely in, and my PC was fucking struggling. And I was like, right, let's just call it a day and wait. It's, it's out in a oh, month. really? Aye. I mean, my PC doesn't usually kick into full gear, but it was making some noise. So, um, <laughs> aye, I bailed probably so about what, 40 minutes in. So how is it, like, gameplay-wise then, like? So what I played, it was essentially a first-person shooter. What you're seeing on the screen just now, like, I played through this section. Mm-hmm. And the shooting mechanics, and sorry, the combat mechanics in general, are really, really good. So it feels good to shoot and... Probably the most satisfying headshots okay. I have ever experienced in a game. Oh, really? There's like a little... In what way? There's like a little dunt of feedback when you hit a headshot and you can feel the person's head explode. It's so satisfying. Uh, also, as you saw on the screen, there's a move where you can grab a hold of them. Yeah, that was cool. And when you throw them against the wall, they'll die on impact. Uh, you can also throw them into other people. In which case they'll die on impact. That other people will just fall down and get back up. But it gives you gives you time. Uh, but what do you do with health wise then? How does that work? So regenerate. No, you, you, so your health goes down, and then you pick up these like electronic pulse things, and he takes them to put his health back up. So mm-hmm. I think, like as I said, like there was, I think there was not just normal, easy, and hard. I played on normal. And it didn't seem too difficult. Like you do take quite a bit of shots, but you you can take like a lot. Aye, you can take a fair bit. I you would imagine if I, suppose. I would imagine if you played it on hard, you would. This is them actually picking it up there. 
that there. So it's like a little pulse thing you pick up. Mm. Um, and yeah, I, I think if you played on hard, you would lose health pretty fast. So it would sort of maybe spoil the immersion. I would recommend probably just playing it on normal because uh, if you're dying to every two seconds as Robocop, it would be a little bit like, what the fuck? Bit game breaking. Yeah. But um, the other mechanic that's really cool is if you press R1, you've got this punch that he does. And much like the headshots, it's satisfying as fuck. When you punch someone for a split second, it goes into slow motion and then they go flying and it just adds to the feeling, the sort of feedback you get of it just being like mm-hmm. so powerful. It does look cool. I was really impressed by it. When's this out? It's out in the 2nd of November. Hmm. So three weeks. It's it's nice. really, really good. I know we can give them a bit of a hard time on this podcast sometimes, but I did see an article from Push Square that I honestly, I nearly just fucking put my head in a vice. So we spoke months ago about how in this game you got to do some like detective work mm-hmm. and find clues and you had to interview people and stuff like that. That was common knowledge, right? Yeah. This Push Square article from yesterday, I think. Um, when Robocop Rogue City was announced and then we got our first glimpse of gameplay, we assumed it would be no more than a mission-based shooter. Well, you shouldn't have because everybody else knew it wasn't. Then they put, but no, it's actually a lot more. The title of this newest trailer shows ahead of its November release date, Robocop has got branching skill trees, um, if you can believe it, and it goes on to say, you'll be questioning witnesses and suspects, collecting evidence and making important dialogue choices. That's fair enough. Then it says, Robocop Rogue City is teetering into Deus Ex territory with this kind of structure. Like, since when in Deus Ex were you a fucking detective? What the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> I'm reading this article going, like, I think they had hands-on with the game. And I'm mm. like, they announced it at the beginning and said it was you were like a fucking detective. So I, I don't know. But um, not, not a, the best piece of journalism, I wouldn't say. But yeah, the game itself, I'm, I'm in day one at the latest. Like if we can get an early code, grand. If not, definitely day one. The game, it remains to be seen how it will be across 20 hours, but from that mm-hmm. demo, I was massively impressed. And I think most people were as well. And the main thing I've played this week is Assassin's Creed Mirage. I say main because it's pretty much all I've done when I've been awake. Largely, yes. <laughs> yes. Since, uh, that bad. since Thursday, Wednesday, Thursday. Have you completed it? I've got the platinum. <laughs> oh, fuck's sake. Okay, yeah. So Already? Yes. Aye. My save file says 39 hours. Um, I honestly don't see sometimes when he says these things, Jess, I'm, I'm like calculating where that's came from. I mean, yeah, I know. You know what I mean? I I'm like, where either. does he get that? Because he's had to work. You know what I mean? I've not, not really slept. <laughs> <laughs> I put on average probably eight hours a day. I mean, How? It came out on Thursday. So, what? Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. And I had it finished on Monday. Oh, you've been so off So, five then? days. Eight fives are 40. So, <laughs> I. Jesus Christ. I just down tools at the weekend. Yeah. Jess was very helpful. The game, anyway, despite that, the game's fucking brilliant. It's really, really good. 
reviews have been not mixed. Well, kind of mixed. Some people have shat on it. Some people have loved it. I don't know what really people were expecting. It's essentially old school Assassin's Creed. Mm-hmm. But it feels like Valhalla. So, like, I played Assassin's Creed 2 two weeks ago, like, in preparation for this, so I could feel, like, what had evolved since then. And back in those older Assassin's Creed games, there was a lot more weight to your character. Like, you would just walk, and then you had to hold down a button to run. Whereas in the newer games, like Valhalla and stuff like that, your character feels a lot looser, a lot more nimble. Mm. And that's the same in this, which is to be expected, considering this started out as DLC for Valhalla. Oh, uh, it'll be contextual with your analog sticks, really. With aye, slowly and- aye, you can walk, but if you hold it down further, you run. If yeah. you click it and you sprint. Um, but yeah, it does feel a lot more like Valhalla. But the emphasis on stealth is there. Like, a massive emphasis on stealth. And it's back to, like... Do you remember in... I think it was... It was either Origins or Odyssey. And they had a section where you had to, like, do different missions to uncover who was behind. There was, like, multiple people behind, like... Mm. It was, like, almost like investigations you had to do. I can't remember. I think it was Odyssey. I, I can't remember. I remember what you mean. Yeah, yeah. It, essentially the whole game is that. So you do missions and these missions will unveil who is behind whatever and then once you've exposed that person, you then have to go to their location, you have to scout it out, you have to find the way in, how oh, to assassinate them yeah, yeah, and then get out. And yeah, there's five or six of those that you have to do and they're brilliant, absolutely yeah. brilliant. How big's the map then, roughly? probably in line with like those older games like Assassin's Creed 2 like Brotherhood mm. like not so it's more not huge detailed inside yeah I mean there's still there is still like a kind of wilderness area uh, you've got Baghdad and then you've got a sort of smaller town where your character's from can't remember what that one's called and then you have like a couple of like small settlements and then there is obviously like the outskirts as well um, where there's definitely like, sort of strongholds and stuff like that you find but it's a manageable sized map. It's actually, see, honestly, it was really, really refreshing to have a map that felt manageable. Mm-hmm. Like Valhalla was just, it's a, a great game, but fucking hell, it felt yeah. like the size of Europe, didn't yeah. it? Yeah, it really did. Um, in fact, actually, do you know what I could compare it to? Seeing Valhalla, when you started it, you were in Norway. Norway, it's about the size of that. Right. Which is substantial Aye. as well. When you left there and the fucking beginning credits came up. Yeah. And you were like, fuck me, I'm 15 hours in. I've been here for 15 hours. I yeah. thought this was the game. <laughs> it's, 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 it's essentially that. But it's really cool. It's back to like tailing people, having to eavesdrop in conversations. Um, I, I, like I say, a massive emphasis on stealth. Like if you try to just take on guards, like one-to-one you'll get swarmed pretty quickly it's it's hard to go the direct route and so they do sort of try to enforce stealth on you which is obviously right up my street um yep aye plenty of whistling the (laughs) the downsides are that it hasn't really evolved like i didn't expect it to because it started out as dlc but 
Assassin's Creed, in terms of stealth, has always been very easily manipulated. Like, you can hide in a bush, whistle, a guy comes over, you stab him in the neck, you leave him in the tall grass, and then you do it again. And you could literally stand there and do that for an hour and clear out an entire fucking outpost and then just walk in and take whatever it is you need. (laughs) The the whole outpost is in this fucking bed of flowers. Uh Like, the last guy is just standing there going, a bit quiet today. Like he's, you know what I mean? Aye. He's not going. Wait a minute, where the fuck? Aye, where's all my mates? Oh, they're away for lunch. Aye. So, like, the comment I made was like, Hitman Two on the PlayStation Two had more intricate stealth than this, and it did. But there's no denying that the gameplay loop is fucking brilliant and a lot of fun. Um, so I would highly recommend the game, and especially like considering it's like thirty-five quid. Like, it, this is a full game. I don't think anyone would have batted an eyelid if this was a seventy-pound release. Like, it took me 40 hours to do everything. But I think because Ubisoft have now got used to this Valhalla and you spend 200 hours in it, I think they sort of felt that they couldn't charge full price for this. And I think they definitely could have. But I'm glad they didn't. Um, So, yeah, highest recommendation, I would say. It's probably like an 8.5 out of 10, but if you love Assassin's Creed, you you will really enjoy this. So I'd recommend it. Okay, thank you. Looking ahead to this week and what's coming out, we'll run through the games releasing, or some of them, I mean, the ones that we've picked that we want to talk about. So first up, we have Propagation Paradise Hotel. This is coming to PSVR 2. So you're trapped inside the Paradise Hotel and desperate to find your sister. And in doing so, you explore your dark surroundings, gather resources and survive terrifying encounters. So this seems like a very intense single player VR survival horror game with storytelling that will get your adrenaline pumping. We get sent a code for this. I'm still trying to build up the courage. Yeah. It's meant to be pretty terrifying. So I'll get there. I'll, I'll, I'll report back next week once I've manned up. But um, yeah, it does look cool. Yeah, I can see you just going, oh, no, I'll just play Angry Birds. That's easier. (laughs) (laughs) More brightly coloured and fun. (laughs) Something will jump out and you're like, not back to shooting pigs. Yeah, that is also out this week as well. I obviously kind of, I don't know if I mentioned that earlier, but. Yep, um, it's out now, out today. Yeah. Um, We also have Wildcard Football coming to PlayStation, Xbox, Switch and PC. So this is a kind of fun pick up and play arcade style football game featuring 7v7 team focused gameplay with the unique wildcard system that lets you change the course of the action in an instant with special power ups and rule breaking abilities. Yeah, I've played played a little bit of this and it's really fun and when they say football they mean american football is american that yeah it's hand yeah. egg okay hand egg um <laughs> it's fun i like i like these kind of like arcade takes on sports and it's done really well like there's lots of just like i don't know when i was going through the tutorial um one of the moves was like the guy was trying to get back to me instead of just like sacking him to the ground like you normally would i grabbed him and did like a overhead suplex to him and dumped him in his head like you can if you time it right you can do like flips over people that are trying to tackle you and stuff like that like it's in fact you just saw the suplex there it's it's just cool it's a lot of fun it's not taking itself too seriously um i've only played maybe an hour or two so far i'm going to play more before next week but i'm really enjoying it that's what it's what i wanted it to be um, we also have Forza Motorsport coming to Xbox and PC and it's also available on Game Pass so this is the casual release 
I spoke about it last week, but um, if you've purchased the... Filthy casuals. Yeah. If you uh, didn't buy the early access. Yes. Um, so... Uncle Phil's not happy. Yeah, I don't really have a synopsis for this. It's for a, a good racing game. That's yeah. That's pretty much it. Same old, same um, old. I'm going to play it. There's also a written review en route from Couchy. Yep. So check the website for that. Yeah, that should be up soon. I want to check it out as well. Like, I'm not going to play that much of it, but it's going to be good, and it? It looks cool, and I want to check it out. If you're into racing games, I... Same thing over and over again. Pretty much. There's only so much they can do. I know. The cars will be a wee bit shinier. Oh, there's pure loads of cars in this one, though. I would hope so. Uh, okay, we also have Little Gator Game. So this is coming to Xbox and PlayStation. It's already on Switch and by all accounts has very high scoring reviews. It's got 84 on Opacritic at the moment. So um, you're a little croc. Uh, no, not a croc. A gator. Are they? There's a difference, isn't there? Yeah. Alligator, crocodile. It reminds yeah. me of croc a little bit. What is the difference? Nathan will tell you he knows the answer I'm not getting He's, that bollocks out of his bed somebody else tell me he has told me that fact before knows that, so. something to do with the skills that's a fucking guess well, do you want me to do you want to take a guess what it would oh, be he's told me before he's definitely told me about this I mean if I was to guess I'd be like it's one a guy and one's a girl no is it different. their eyes are in different places or something mad like that no probably just not or the like there's a joke to be made there and I'm not making it. <laughs> I don't know what the joke is. Alligators are dark, coloured, with a broad, rounded snout and are usually oh, found the, in fresh water. Yeah, as their snouts. Yep. Yeah, as the snouts. Crocodiles are greyish green and prefer coastal uh, brackish salt water and they have a narrow, tapered, triangular snout. Mm, that might come up later. I know. We should be paying attention when we're watching that film. Um, right, so anyway, back to Gator. Little Gator game. Um, it seems like it's a cute little adventure where you're like, there's a nice little story about your sister who's like went to college and then she comes back. I think it's cutesy like that. Um, you kind of climb, swim, glide and slide your way around. It looks okay, but the reviews are like really good. So there must be like a secret sauce in it when you're actually playing it. Because mm-hmm. it's really highly rated. But it just looks alright. It looks very kiddy. It does. But apparently it's not. very kiddy. But apparently it isn't. Okay. Or maybe it isn't. It's just for large kids. <laughs> of which I am one. Uh, next up we have Haunted House coming to Switch, PC, Xbox and PlayStation. So another scary one. For October, you can creep, sneak and dash your way through hordes of ghouls and eerie ectoplasms in a roguelite reimagining of the classic Atari adventure. I didn't play the classic Atari adventure. It looks okay. Like, I appreciate halloween games coming out of Halloween and it does look alright, but it's not enough for this October. There's too much coming out. Um, Craig's hoping it's shite yeah. I would love if it was shite <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lord of the Fallen also comes to Playstation, Xbox and PC so the vaster world awaits in an all new dark fantasy action RPG 
um, as one of the fabled Dark Crusaders, you embark on a quest to fit a quest to overthrow Adir, Adir, the demon god. Is this who knew a Lord the, the of the Rings? Would, who knew the one you would the word you would struggle with most would be Lords mm. at the beginning? Why? What did I say? Lord of the Fall. Oh, I missed the S. Mm-hmm. I do apologise. You should. Is this like a Dark Souls type game? I think so. Yeah. Uh, Jim is very, very excited about this. Jim in the Discord, very excited. It looks quite cool, but it again, does. it's October, isn't it? And it's just, it's just too tight. I mean, one, it's going to be fucking brick hard, and I'm already still trying to fucking cry my way through Liza P. It does look nice. It uh, does, it look... does. It looks like a really cool world. It's very yeah. Elden Ringy. Mm-hmm. Uh, quite like the scope and everything of it. So. Yeah. I'm worried that like it's not going to do well enough just because it's buried like, in October. around like Mirage and yeah. Cyberpunk and Spider-Man and Mario and Sonic and fucking everybody else. But yeah, it does look cool. Very cool. Now, we are fans of December, the month as a whole, and all the festive activities that come with it. Huge fan. even spills into November. We're that big a fan. Yeah, and I I appreciate not everyone's ready for this, but I'm going to talk about Christmas. Okay, (laughs) so just warning you now. We have coming to PC, Xbox, PlayStation and Switch, the Grinch Christmas Adventures. Um, So you can have a Grinchy time trying to stop Christmas in this festive platformer. This upsets me. Well, yeah, because it's coming out out this week, isn't it? Yes. comes Mm. out on Thursday, I think. Why? (laughs) Like, it's not going to be great, right? I know the developers. It's not going to be... It's not going to be great. It's going to be... It's a kiddie-type game. Mm -hmm. It'll be fun, but it will not be great. Why in October? Well, I know, but see, what happened was... Who's buying this in October? It dropped on... Netflix recently, I think, because when I went onto the Aye, kids, they start adding a Christmas show. When I went onto the kids' Netflix account, that was like number one most watched, The Grinch, and I'm like, why are mm. all these children watching The Grinch? I can't, I can't have it. Like, <laughs> I love Christmas. I, I'm in the top three percent of adults that enjoy Christmas. I'm telling you now, right? I'll fight MD that says I'm not. <laughs> I love Christmas. I put my tree up in November so I can start watching Home Alone, one of the Home Alones, every day until Christmas, right? Jesus Big fan. Big fan. Even that new one, that new Netflix one or whatever it was, Disney one. Like, I'll even watch that. Mad for it, me. I'm not playing a fucking Christmas game in October. Bring that shit out in the 20th of November. Is that your date? 20th of November's Christmas time? You're on the road... Well, We're six weeks away at that point, isn't it? Like, aye, I just lot. look. We spend a lot of time putting our tree up. It has to be up for a substantial amount of time. I'm not like see these fucking it's an investment that, of your time. I see these folk that put their Christmas tree up like the week before Christmas. What like, is it what technically is supposed to be? Two weeks before, twelve days before, and, and then days twelve days after. Yeah. Right. I don't put my tree up. Oh, Andy, don't don't even start. I'm on one. You've you got a family. I'm on one. Right. Well, you wouldn't be in your own if you had a tree. <laughs> Get a live one. Fucking poor cats. 
I suppose I've got, but there's another reason actually the cats will fucking be up and run about it and poke their eyes or something I hope you've got like a Christmas screensaver on that's at least got a tree or something I'll do that for you right I'll put a screensaver on my phone or something right. okay but yeah I will probably play uh, I will probably play the Grinch round about Christmas time like I say it's not going to be great but just the fact that it will be a Christmassy game I'll get on board, but when the time's right, not on the fucking 13th of November, October. Oh, God's sake, look at it. <laughs> I can't believe you're going to play this. Can you not? No, what oh, the fuck? The trophy list will be fantastic. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That'll be my first Christmas platinum. This year. Oh yeah, I've got loads of other Christmas platinums. <laughs> Do you not remember that Christmas game where you just you had to churn out the trees? No. It's called like Santa's Workshop or something like that. And it was you had just had to press X and it would make that trees. Aye. And it would make trees and you could get a platinum in like five minutes. I got it like four times. <laughs> oh fuck's sake. That was back in the good days good old days before these uh and then what he does, Jess, is then he logs, into the, from the store. he logs into that site that tells him the league scores, the league yeah. standings, and he's like, has it helped? Oh, do you has think, it Val, helped? Do you think Valhalla's put me up? Oh, you better check. You, you keep going, yeah, Jess. You better check. Where are you again? 423 or something? I don't know. It was the high 400s. <laughs> what was it that? Was, I thought it was 491 or something. That's 400, what I mean. 400, like that it was 400 something. Neither to 500 than it was to 400. <laughs> Stop trying to diminish my accomplishments. <laughs> Tell us how you're doing. We need a weekly update with us to see how you're getting on. Craig's journey to number one. Why you put some pressure on me? Especially when I'm playing bigger games. Oh no, have you moved up to the 500s? Have you fell down? I'm at 495. Whoa. So I think I have. I think I've lost. I think I'm... I think I've dropped. You've lost some footing. <sighs> See if I have to come on here next week and tell you I'm in the 500s. Those uh, those eight-hour gaming days have got to be increased. I'll have to bring back shitty platinum. <laughs> right, we'll update next week. I promise to be better than 495 next week. Right. Even if it's just by one place... Right. Better's better. But the, the problem is, what happens if 496, 7, 8, 9 and 500 are all listening to this right now going, I will fucking show him. Then you're fucked. Because well, you just promised it to I've be a, better. Unless I've got a better appetite than them. Aye, yeah, exactly. You show them. I pinged you two on Angry Birds VR earlier. Well, there you go. So. The was that on his account? It was on his account, yeah. It's a family account. Yes. Team effort. We're all in this together. We are. Okay, let's move on to this week's news. News, news. I was believing the news. We are bringing you the news with your digging team. I was believing. First up, Unity has announced that John Riccitello is stepping down as president, CEO, chairman and board member effective immediately. This comes, He's got a lot of jobs. He does indeed. This comes just weeks after the company's ill-fated attempt to rob developers blind, a position they have since walked back. So yeah, if you remember a couple of weeks ago, we reported about the Unity um, 
game engine charges that they were trying to introduce. It was like it currently is a flat yearly rate to use the engine, but they decided they were going to have a new pricing model that would charge developers a fee every time someone downloaded their game, and that was going to roll out in January. But then everyone went mental. Then they walked it back. But now this guy. It's probably got the sack or been shoved, nudged out I th- I the door. He, I think he's had to fall on the sword because from what I understand was even when they walked it back, a lot of folk were like, well, I don't fucking care. The trust's been broken. Mm-hmm. And when that happens, you sort of have to sack the guy at the top and go, that was all his idea. So yeah. now we're like a, we're like a different company. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. I, he's out in his ear and somebody else is in. Scapegoat. Yep. I'm sure he'll be laughing all the way to the bank. He'll not be giving a fuck. Yeah. If you need another fall guy, right here. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that burden and the money. Yeah, and whilst we still have Jim Ryan um, at Sony PlayStation, they have announced and revealed the long-rumoured new PS5 model. So launching in November this year in the US and with other countries to follow, this updated SKU has a smaller form factor and as expected, a disk drive which can be bought and attached separately. So it has been reduced in volume by over 30%, so it's sort of a slim model. And as rumoured, side panels have been separated into four with the top two in a glossy finish and the bottom two in regular matte. You'll be able to buy the new PS5 model with or without the disk drive already attached and will be able to buy the disk drive separately and attach it at your convenience. Um, the pricing appears to be the same as previous models, so PS5 with Blu-ray disc drive is 479 and the digital edition is 389 Disc drive on its own will retail for 99 Is the PS5 the biggest console ever? It must In be. mass. I like, think yeah, so, yeah, look at the size of that thing. Probably. The original Xbox was a bit of a fucking lump it and all. It was chunky, but... It wasn't as big as that. I don't think so. Yeah, I think I think in terms of mass, yeah, yeah. it probably is. Mm. I don't think. See, the Series X isn't far behind it because when you think it is shorter, but it's also a fucking cube. Wider. Yeah, it's a rectangle. It's not a cube. Come on, know your shapes. Oh my god. Yeah, but I think the that looks like you can blend that in a lot more to your. It's because of the height of it, isn't it? Yeah, it just looks like a wee speaker from a distance. Mm. Where's your PS5 is some size. That's taking up some space, isn't it? Yeah. So obviously we've only seen pictures of this new model. It looks pretty much the same, it, but they're saying it's 30% smaller. So aye, it's just going to be a sort of... Still shrunk, big. A shrunken version. And yeah, yeah, it's got like panels so that you can take... You could take the panel off and put on a disk drive if you had mm-hmm. the digital version. So it's, it's actually quite cool that you can do that. Yeah. I think then even... It, like as an entry model you could just buy the digital one and then later down the line you could buy a disk drive if you wanted um With, i think it's a good idea as a current ps5 digital owner can we could we no i was no. just asking, i was thinking that there as well could we join this revolution no. yeah so essentially it's in four panels so that there's a part on the right hand side of it that you would take off if you wanted to add the disk drive in and it looks like it would kind of seamlessly slot in okay so it's not just a cable that you would plug no no because okay. i had wondered at first like obviously there was going to be something to make it attach but i was like i wonder if this will be able to like we've got a digital one would we be able to attach it to ours but mm-hmm. no you can't you'd have to buy the new model so inevitably when that one packs in 
this will be the only one that's available at the time because they are going to phase out the old model and so this will be the only one you can buy in say like a year once they go through the stock do they have like a lifespan of how long they tell you you should get out of it do they go like you should like i know it's a a lot more than this but like you would get 100 hours out of it is there a a thing like that that tells you how long or is it just how i mean i think it would just be there's like there'll be a guarantee for 12 months or something like that but outside of that i think you're on your own it depends how often like are you the type of person that's got it on all the time or are you getting a wee break yeah because technically you're supposed to get a break aren't you you're supposed to go for a 15 minute walk Mm mm-hmm every every hour i know i love the way you look at me as i have to go what the fuck (laughs) every hour fuck off I don't think I've ever done that in my life. Just when you were asking about that, um, like how many hours you get out of it, I can't remember the brand or name. I'll try and look it up. But they've basically, there's like a new pair of trainers that's came out that are basically for marathon runners, but they're like one-time use. Right. Like, so they it's, they say that it'll like, they'll last the length of a marathon. It's to do with the foam in it that right. cushions your, so like obviously as you run it, like wears away. It's depleting. But they're like 400 quid or something like that. What? One... You'd want to be right into it then. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's but gonna I be think, a well, thing. I think somebody did set a new fast record with it with with these shoes. So, so they're very specialised. Yeah. Very Jesus good Christ. for a very particular amount of time. Yeah. And you can hang them in your mantle and say I set a record. I found the shoes. So it's the Adidas Ad- Adi Zero Adios Pro Evo Ones are four hundred pounds. They and, are fucking running out of names, yeah, aren't they? Um, yeah. They set a new world record. So, and they also sold out within hours of going on general sale. Does it tell you what type of sole it is? Mm-hmm. Why it's so special? And memory foam. It's always memory foam. They're very lightweight. Um, that would be helpful. Crazy. That's so crazy. You would think the fact that you only get to use them once would like it be cheaper not like more Aye. expensive you know it doesn't make sense yeah. but you know what it's like they'll just be like oh it's premium and we're only making 5,000 of them and then they'll fucking sell it everywhere yeah. they're only 138 grams but they've got a 39 millimeter heel as well so mm-hmm. okay anyway um, moving you're not getting up here moving no, <laughs> no but I'm going to Gretna on the way home this weekend so expect me to come home with new chairs. Yeah. And expect a creep to turn up and kidnap you. Holly Willoughby style, now that you've announced that. <laughs> Telltale cinematic artist Jonah Huang broke the news on Twitter last week that the team had been hit with layoffs. In response, Telltale released the following statement. Due to current market conditions, we regrettably had to let some of our Telltale team go recently. We did not take this action lightly and our commitment to storytelling and finding new ways to do so remains the same. We are grateful to everyone for their dedication along this journey and we are working to support everyone impacted. All projects currently in development are still in production and we have no further updates at this time. Another week, another round of layoffs. Mm-hmm. It's just constant. This isn't Telltale's first, like... Oh, no, they've went down. And really, they, like, they've come back from the ashes. This is their second incarnation. Uh-huh. Is it? Mm. They, but the la- I think this time, at least, people who've been laid off have been compensated for it. The last time, they basically just turned up to work and were told not, didn't they? 
Yeah, that was a, good, a few years ago. Was it the walk, when The Walking Dead came out? It was halfway through the last season. Aye. And then, oh, who was it stepped in? The, what, the admin, basically? Aye, it? and mm-hmm. somebody had to step in. Aye, they went into liquidation. Helped yeah. them yeah. finish the last season. Yeah. Christ. Yeah, it's a shame, but it's just... Like, I, I've made the case before, I do think that subscription services are partly to blame for this like i think that people are less likely to buy games because they're getting so many games as part of the subscriptions they have but also it's there's just too many games coming out mm-hmm. like i had a quick look there on my my website when i'm in the top 500 mm-hmm. no. um and it tells you how many people own certain games now it's only how many people are on that website but we have ran the math before and it's roughly like I think it was when we were working out sales for Last of Us, and I think it was like if you times whatever's on there by about 15, it seemed to be about right. And on that website, less than a 1,000 people own that new Telltale The Expanse game. So mm. that, since they came back, this is the first game they've brought out, mm-hmm. which is, um, it's it was episodic, but they brought out an episode every two weeks. Um, and it's just, the first season's just finished. And there's less than a thousand owners. So the game hasn't I mean, that's just on one platform. And yeah. obviously you have to times that's not the actual number. But it's not enough to run a studio though. I think I mean the the fact that the season's now finished and they've probably went, right, that's most of our initial sales. The next lot of sales are probably gonna come from discounts and stuff like that. And they've probably mm-hmm. went, right, we're gonna have to let people go. Mm-hmm. It probably hasn't sold as much as they hoped it would. Yeah. And I think, yeah, partly to do with people have got too much games bit, already. Aye. That styles was kind of like, a, wow, that's kind of new, but it's kind of like disappeared a wee bit now, isn't it? It's not as like it's not as novel, it. aye. It's it's not that's it totally actually. It's not as novel anymore. Mm-hmm. You're totally right. People yeah. have seen it, they've played it. You know what I mean? They've played a couple of different shows, yeah. like in it, like iterations of it. Yeah. Walking Dead, Game of Thrones, Batman, Batman. Yep, they had two Batman. seasons of Batman. That's the thing, like, I, I mean, I'm probably one of the biggest fans of this type of game. Well, the best one I, I was a little Borderlands bit... one. The Borderlands one. Yeah, That really was good. really good. My favourite really... favorite one was Wolf Among Us. That was good as well, to be Aye. fair. Aye, that was good. Um, but yeah, Telltale... That's when you the... learned what a feeble was, wasn't Aye, it? was. The Borderlands one was hilarious. <laughs> I'd never heard of fables before. <laughs> How? I, I just don't know. understand. Because I'm a understand. fucking adult. But you've been a child at one point. <laughs> <laughs> you have been a child. I was there with you. <laughs> All I liked was football. I didn't give a fuck about this shit. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Um, but yeah, I, like, I have that Telltale the Expanse. I got sidetracked after, I think I've played the first two or three episodes. It's good. It mm. is good, especially, I've never seen the show The Expanse, I imagine if you've seen that, it would be even better, because it's the proper voice actors. Yeah, I watched the first season. Well, you'd, you'd probably like it even more then, like, it is genuinely good, and they've updated the engine, it plays really well, you can mm. float about in space, it's cool, but there's just too many games. Yeah, there's too much going on, you're right. During CD Projekt Red's latest investor presentation, the developer confirmed that Orion is being spearheaded by, quote, a team of veterans who were responsible for fine-tuning Cyberpunk 2077 and designing Phantom Liberty. Um, There's also news of a live-action adaptation of Cyberpunk 2077. 
set in the world of cyberpunk. So CG, CD Project Red posted a press release with the announcement of a partnership with Anonymous Content, who are the media company there behind like True Detective, Mr. Robot, a couple of things as well. Um, their press release notes say that they're currently looking for a screenwriter so obviously it's gonna be a long time before we can cover that in our gaming movie section and um, we also don't know if it'll be a movie or a tv show but it does say that it'll be a brand new story so i'm not expecting keanu reeves or yeah keanu's probably not returning no. for that yeah orion is the code name for this new cyber this for cyberpunk 2 essentially Ooh. so in terms of the game basically what they're saying is don't worry, it's not going to be the people... Like, See, to me, this is a total fluff piece. Mm-hmm. Basically, what they're saying is the new game is going to be spearheaded by the people that made Phantom Liberty. And I think it's right. just to go, right, see how the initial launch was a bit of your balls up? Don't That's worry about those guys, again. right? Aye, those guys have been fucking... They're nuked. gone. They're Aye. working on a new project. Yeah, those guys are on a super secret project yeah. down in the basement. Codename P45. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah so it makes sense to turn around and say see Phantom Liberty that he's fucking loved that's who's making the next one mm-hmm. and it probably it's probably true mm-hmm. but yeah unfortunately it's going to be years away but I'll take any cyberpunk I can get yeah, yeah a TV show would be good would be cool mm-hmm. yeah. uh, a fresh report on the Lord of the Rings Gollum developer Daedalic Entertainment has made a number of disturbing allegations about the company including reportedly enforcing uncompensated overtime allegedly trying to pay staff below minimum wage and a toxic work environment cultivated by an alleged abusive leadership this game is a fucking shambles man so it came out earlier in the year Couchy reviewed it for us. I think he gave it a 3 out of 10. It's meant to be really fucking bad. Really, really bad. Um, And yeah, everything just went from bad to worse. So the studio basically was supposed to be making some other Lord of the Rings properties, but then they shut down. Then, oh my God, look at that. Aye, it's bad. It's really bad. That is so bad. Yeah. Everything about it is really, really bad. Oh it's one of the worst reviewed games. It's one of the worst oh. reviewed games of the year. Pop in, just it's one of these ones as well where see if you get so it's a stealthy kind of game. See as soon as you get seen, game over, start again. Why is he wearing a wig? <laughs> I don't understand why he's wearing a wig. Did Gollum have a full head of hair? I think he always did have the hair. I don't think he did. Did he not? I don't he remember. He did not have a full head of hair. That is like a. That's a mop on his head. It's not great. Gollum had like Homer Simpson wee tiny bits hanging down. Mm. It was almost as if it's been. That is a full fucking wig on his head. Was he able to skate? Because he was skating just a minute ago. Oh my god! Look at that. That's so bad. Yeah, really bad. So this story actually started out at the beginning of the week in our podcast notes that so after this game came out, the developer put out an apology on Twitter, right, and a statement apology. And it was now uncovered that that apology was written with ChatGPT. Oh my right. god! Write as an apology for this appalling game. Uh huh. So that's how the story started at the beginning of the week, but now it's evolved into they were paying less than minimum wage, they weren't paying overtime, they were battering their employees. Fucking hell! Like, wait, wait. So what you're telling me people <laughs> have put 
more hours into this. Apparently, there was unpaid. That's the, that's the claims that there was unpaid overtime. You know what I mean? On top of their normal shift, they've went and done more work on it, and it still looks like that. Well, what I would say is, is there a chance that these developers were that fucked off that they were like, you treat us like Fuck shit, this. you're fucking getting shit. I hope mm-hmm. this fucking place burns. Uh, yeah, but then there's yeah. also like the pre- like the accumulating pressure that does <clears throat> lead you to be more stressed at work and they're probably that kind of stuff, they were just like, so knackered they were like, aye, that'll do. Yeah. <laughs> that'll do. Don't it's, care if his hair pops in and out. It's not great, is it? This is, so, this is an embarrassment, by the way, for 2023. Aye. It was this supposed to be embarrassing. It was delayed for two years as well. It was supposed the, to be in 2021. Oh, oh, was it? Oh, well, that makes sense. Uh, like, two years ago, the technology back then was totally different. <laughs> look at the fucking... Look, see what I mean? That was Golem there. Yeah. Two years ago. <laughs> fucking... It's a travesty. Yeah, it's, that is a travesty. It's quite bad. No. Um, and better news, Ubisoft are running another limited time free trial of the Crew Motorfest. So between the 10th and 20th of October, you'll be able to download the game and play for five hours. If you do decide to then purchase the game, your progress will carry over. Publishers also offering an incentive to keep going after the trial with 20% off the base game and 15% off the gold and ultimate editions. Yeah. Tell us your game's not selling well without telling us your game's not selling well. The second time they've offered a five-hour free trial, the game's been discounted 20%. It came out on the 11th of September. Like, yeah, so again. Even really a month down no, the line. Apparently, it's good, but there's too many good racing games about. We said this at the time. Why would you not just play Forza Horizon? Mm-hmm. It's, aye, it's a shame, but I don't think it's finding an audience. But try the five hours, maybe it maybe it'll be for you. Mm-hmm. X Defiant has once again been delayed. The Speaking st- of Ubisoft making a cunt of it. Yeah, the statement from the development team reads in part. Thank you to everyone who participated in our recent public test session and continues to stand alongside us. Sorry, continues to stand alongside us as we build X Defiant. Well, the playtesting went well, it also surfaced some inconsistencies in the game experience that we need to address prior to launching our pre-season. No new date or window has been given as of this recording. Yeah, I don't know. Again, I've heard people have played this and it's quite good, but it's a first-person shooter that's online only, from what I understand. If you've heard that before, it's because there's fucking millions of them. Um, I just I don't know I think it could be better than Call of Duty and it still wouldn't find an audience like there's just there's too many people have got their shooters of choice they yeah. play Destiny they play Call of Duty they play I know it's third person but they play Fortnite yeah. and something like X Defiant coming along just now like I don't even know what it would have to do to make that dent being good's not good enough no like it has to I don't know you just everything needs to fall the right way for this to make it yeah it needs to set itself apart in some way. Aye. Like, totally different. Because that's the thing, like, Fortnite is, sets itself apart a lot different from Call of Duty, but yeah. it's like, how do you penetrate that market? It's really hard. I know. I don't know why anyone would even really bother trying. Ubi- Ubisoft keep trying. This is, like, their fucking fourth attempt. <sighs> and the other though. three, they've just shut down. Yeah. I don't no know why they keep going, but aye. Maybe this will be the one. 
Maybe. Yeah, and that's pretty much us for this week in terms of the news. Um, just one thing to note, Tom Warren at The Verge sort of suggested in a post that Microsoft plans to finalise the Activision merger on Friday the 13th. I don't know if I'll be picking that date. Um, so after 20 months of negotiations. Um, so yeah, watch out for that. We'll probably report back next week on that one. Yep. And oh, there was one other thing, just the Lord of the Rings. Oh, it's the Lord of the Rings. Fucking hell. The Elden Ring expansion, Shadow of Airtree, uh, is rumoured to come out on the 5th of February next year. So, yes, now it is time for our week's movie. Lake Placid. It's time. It has existed since prehistoric times. It was worshipped by primitive cultures. It can kill a man with one crushing bite. We heard a man was bit in half. Any recent bear attacks? Bears don't attack people underwater. Probably a fever then. What was that? Whatever's out there, who shot with this, he's dead. Oh no. Sheriff, how many deputies you got? to help you find it. We can't let him kill it. Experience a few parts mystery. Do you have any theories why he's here? Honestly, I don't know. And a few parts... <laughs> missing. It's a human toe. Is this the man who was killed? He seemed taller. Oh, my God. Bill Pullman. Shoot him! No! How much of a wacko is this guy? Bridget Fonda. Watch out! Mother... Oliver Platt. Maybe swim back up. Maybe not. I just have this feeling everything's totally safe. When a mysterious creature violently kills a man in Main Lake, Jack Wells, the local game warden, looks into the bizarre case along with Sheriff Hank um, and visiting paleontologist Kelly Scott. They're looking for clues in a tooth that the beast has left behind and Kelly and the others eventually locate the monster, a massive and vicious reptile eager to devour anything on its path. Can the crocodile-like creature be stopped? Yes. Is it a crocodile or is it an alligator in this? Well, movie? that's the thing. and My mind's been blown earlier. Little Gator Game has opened me up to things that I didn't know possible. Yeah, and now I'm, they know. I'm questioning everything. I wouldn't know, to be honest with you. Because that's the thing. The whole thing was... That he's, they were like, well, it can't be a crocodile because they don't swim in fresh water or something like that. But so now, well, after yeah. the, after a revelation earlier, I'm like, well, maybe it was a fucking alligator then. Well, I think they tried to make out that it was like uh, a prehistoric uh-huh. guy. Yeah. So it's neither, really. Because but... it was from Asia or something, wasn't it? It's a bit racist, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> I don't know. This, had, this is weird because. It had so many like decent actors in it, technically. I mean, you've got Brendan Gleeson. Mm-hmm. Who's tremendous. Yes. Who's a fucking brilliant... Like, even, like, back then, he probably wasn't as big as he is now. Yeah. But he's a fucking, so it was 1999, it was just... Yeah, but he's a brilliant actor. I will say his American accent was a wee bit dodgy, I felt. It was twanging all over the place, it? Wasn't was it? a wee bit. There was... It was quite. They should not have just made, made him Irish. Him, they should have just made him an Irish guy that works there. People will accept that. Yeah. I know. I mean, There's plenty um, of Irish folk in America. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I, when I was hearing him, I was like a bit surprised that his accent wasn't 
hundred percent. Because and then it felt like the more the movie went on, it felt like he'd kind of started giving up. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 like, I can't be fucked with this. I'm yeah. just gonna go. I just see if they notice. Um, and it's got Bill Pull- Pullman in it, um, Bridget Fonda, um, Oliver Platt. These are all like big actors. You know, I mean, they're decent actors. Mm-hmm. I think that's what helped the movie. Like elevate it a wee bit more than it should be. That it's for some reason they've been able to source good actors in all the main roles. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I'd never seen this before. Did you not at all? No, no, I hadn't either. Oh really? Oh, Which I'll is strange because I know the name, yeah. but I'd, I'd never seen it. So right. So what do you think? <laughs> I mean, it's up my alley. Like right. I, I up co- your alligator. Oh. <laughs> Boom! I quite liked it. I, I genuinely did quite like it. My so I had done a question for who was your favourite character, and mine was the rich guy, Oliver Platt, the, yeah. the specialist. Uh huh. Like he had some great lines. Yeah, there was some cracking ones. I liked the one with the toe. Like, is this is this your friend? When they pick, when they find a toe, oh, yeah. and any guy and he picks it out and goes. Is this your friend? And then, and then Brendan Gleeson says something like, "It was taller." Like I saw that. Like and it's just a taller hood. Yeah, that was I liked the bit. So obviously, like um, he was getting on Brendan Gleeson's tits. Yeah, it was funny. And their interactions were funny yeah. actually. Yeah. And so I liked that. I liked them getting getting each yeah. other. And at one point, the rich guy had said, "I can't remember what his name is in the film," but he had said something. He'd come out with a fact or something like that, mm-hmm. and Brendan Gleeson was like, "Oh, I didn't know that." And he's like, "I will they hide that kind of information in, in books." books. <laughs> ah, yes, that's funny. I <laughs> fucking went for him. Yeah. It was the way he said it. I was like, "That's perfect." And he kept making references to him being thick as shit. It was funny. His uh, name's Hector. Hector. Just that was it. Yeah. Um, and then the bit where he gets him in the trap as well. Yes, he falls into his trap. Oh, and he's yeah. like, I'm only, I'm only going to let you down if you promise not to hurt me. I promise. Since he cuts him down, I lied and he goes, and he goes yeah. for him, and he says as well. Um, I think Gleason says something about wanting to do something, and then uh, Hector says, uh, "Look, I'm trying to save you so that you can have more sex with your sister." <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear that one. He's in the background. He saw it, there's someone else is talking, but he just says it. He's like, I'm yeah. trying to save you so that you can have more sex with your sister. And you just see Gleason's face just go, you <laughs> fucking dick. Yeah. It was funny. There was that, there were actually some funny bits there in was, this. There was humour in it that sort of, yeah. yeah. And like you say, I think the interaction with the characters was more the kind of story or like yeah. what kept the, it going. Yeah, you know? those two had good chemistry together, mm. I feel. I presume this was intentional, right? But so at the beginning, you see Bridget Fonda mm-hmm. and she's just this sort of almost like mild-mannered paleontologist, right? And then yeah. you find this woman comes in and is like, sorry, I'm really sorry, but I've been shagging your boyfriend and the heart wants what the heart wants. So mm-hmm. uh, tough shit. And then you're like, fuck's sake, these couple of dickheads, been, that's not very nice to that girl. You know what I mean? And then he comes in and he's like, well, I'm not talking about this, I'm going to send you away. And you think, see, you feel sympathy for Bridget Fonda. A right? little bit of sympathy, but she, the well, lines that she had, she was a bit of a cow. Well, that's yeah. what I'm saying. So up until this point, five minutes in, you're like, 
That's a real shame. 15 minutes later, you're like, she fucking deserved it. What a bitch. So she's in the helicopter and she's like, she's to the a, helicopter guy, I can you please not talk to me? Yeah. You know, like, uh-huh. what the fuck? Like, yeah. I don't know, I felt like they set up as if she was the sort of hard done by one. Mm-hmm. But literally 15 minutes later, you're like, no wonder he left her. She's an asshole. But I think he was having an affair anyway. I don't think it was a proper relationship. No, I, 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 yeah. you know I mean? But I mean, she was a total bitch for most of the film yeah and there was not much like obviously they were trying to do a bit of tension between him her and Bill Pullman yes but there was nothing there I was like no and then at the end she just flat out denies him but then lets him in the car anyway but then gets in the car with him anyway and it's like it didn't seem like she was playing hard to get she was just being a bitch Uh, I thought the thing that I took away after watching it was because when the final scene comes on where they, they trap the crocodile alligator whatever it is yeah. in the helicopter and I was like is this the last bit? and it was mm-hmm. and it was like for me it was missing a few more scenes of them trying to catch it it was quite anticlimactic you know what I mean? It was because yeah. you know that and bit they achieved was, nothing the alligator made an ass of it yeah, no, exactly. But there was not a lot of you know how like in Jaws they have that with the kind of pirate music comes on and it's them like going about trying to do stuff to find it, mm-hmm. track it, all that kind of stuff. And there's more, there's a few more scenes like that of them trying to do their thing to like get it. There was hardly any of that. You know, what I mean, there was one where they went in the lake together in the boat. She gets sprung out, mm-hmm. and then that's pretty much it. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. That's oh. pretty much all you got, and then they get it. Mm-hmm. And it was a bit like when that when that happened at the end, I was a bit like, "That's the end," mm-hmm. and it fucking was. Mm-hmm. It's like eighty eight minutes. I don't know if you noticed this, right? I could probably pull it up within about ten seconds if you didn't, right? But there's a see the bit at the beginning when Brendan Gleeson is in the boat and the guys underneath the mm-hmm. first guy that gets eaten, yeah. right? Every time it cuts back to him in the boat. He's eating a Twinkie. He's eating a Twinkie, aye. But the boat isn't like a fucking I seen 45 that. degree I seen angle. That. I was like, that boat is nearly vertical. Yeah. That had to be a bit of a sight gag because yeah. the sight, he's sitting at the back of the boat and the back of the boat is nearly in the water. Oh, you couldn't the- even read because it said like Nuke County Police and it was like you could only uh-huh. read Nuke County and it, the rest was in the water it's you know what I mean? fucking hilarious it must yeah. have been a joke about how he was overweight or something like that because it's literally a 45 degree uh, it was, <laughs> I didn't notice that ridiculous. as well but then, but then it probably is a joke because every scene I don't know he is eating a Twinkie he eats like three Twinkies in that whole scene. Um, I must he, be that it's not the fu- It's not one Twinkie because it unwraps them every time. Aye, aye. So it's a different Twinkie. It must be. Mm-hmm. It must be. What did we think of Betty? Oh. Oh, yeah. Rose she's from great. the Golden Girls. Yeah, I was delighted when she turned up. Another classic yeah. and actress in it. She, aye, she was good. As soon as she got on the screen, I was like, Rose! Yeah. I didn't really buy into her like reasons for why she was just feeding no she was a bit just mental I I know and I I realised that was what they were going for the crazy lake lady but plus baby crocs Uh, yeah well that's right that's where the fucking second third fourth probably fifth film came from well we'll get to them don't worry (laughs) I'm not done with this franchise (laughs) oh no 
The whole reason we watched this one was so we could get to the final chapter yeah. one that looked hilarious. There is a loose sort of gaming tie-in. So early on, when the paleontologist lady arrives and she meets the sheriff and mm-hmm. Pullman, whatever his name is, um, another random chick just appears on screen and she's like, oh my God, what's going on? So funny. She comes out of the general just, store, just bounces out and she's not even scantily clad, but she's the most bimboish woman ever. Yeah. Listen, this one. It's a very brief scene, right? Yes. She just honestly, she literally bobs out the general mm-hmm. store, doesn't she? Mm-hmm. She's like, oh my God. I didn't really get the point of her. There was inclusion. no point to her. No, apart there from, wasn't really. Apart from potentially a bit of eye candy, she, I don't know. I, I think that, and then she, I think she does prompt what's going on, which causes them to see what's going on. And it never appears again. No, she doesn't come back into it, but hmm. evidently, Yubel saw her in this film, swooped hmm. her right up. And she was in loads of his films. So, no, she, she, so she's in Blood Rain 2 and 3. We only watched the first one, right? Mm-hmm. But she's in Blood Rain 2 and 3. She's in the uh, Dead or Alive film. We did watch that. She's in The Name of the King 2, two. which we only watched the first one. <laughs> and she's in another sequel that we didn't watch. Alone in the Dark 2. Fucking hell, he likes her, huh? Aye, see, so Yubo must have seen her in this and went, get her fucking signed It's up. almost like the the gaming version of uh, Scorsese Pacino. Yes. Always teaming up. Aye. It's like the... <laughs> the Very similar. Exactly it's the does, game... Yeah. It's, tw- it's actually thinking about it. It's the total equivalent of that. <laughs> it is. You've nailed that there. What a reference. Mm. Um, I thought it was good. I enjoyed it. Oh no! I, look, I just... oh, do you know who done the? Uh, I don't know if you read the tri- the trivia. No. Stan Winston done the crocodile. Like Stan Winston's like you know who Stan Winston is. Sorry, no. sorry. So Stan Winston is like the guy for special effects, like right, actual okay. special effects. He done Alien. He oh, created right. Alien, Terminator, like countless films. And when I I was surprised that he done this because he's really like. Well, the guy to, go to be fair, it I thought amazing. all the effects looked good. Yeah. Any, anytime you saw the crocodile, it was believable. It, it never looked, looked cool. shit. I you know when it, when the first bit, because the first bit you see it as when the bear comes, yes, and it eats the bear. Um, and when that happened, I was like, that actually looked all right. Aye. I mean, it looked actually okay for nineteen ninety nine. The lighting living looked all right. It looked as if it was actually there. Six years after Jurassic Park. Yeah, fact. Why I always come back to fucking Jurassic Park. Jesus Christ, it's so a stand-up bearer. So it Isn't should it? look. In fact, actually, I'll pull this. So we got a bit of feedback in, right? And I actually agreed with this. Um, it was from Harry, and it says, "I always liked how campy this film was. Watching it back for the first time in a number of years, though, it did feel older than '99. The CG wasn't bad, though. And yeah. I actually agree with that. See, when I was watching it, there was something about. I don't know if it had like a bit of a grain on it or there was something about it that just, it felt older than 99. The, right. the CGI was good, nothing to do with that, yeah. but just the world, the people, I don't know what it was, but it felt older hmm. than the 99 to but, me. Uh, but I thought the, like, even though the CGI was decent, I, I thought the actual proper animatronic crocodile mm-hmm. looked pretty good. Yeah. It looked really good. Yeah. And apparently it worked in the water. It was mechanical and everything. Uh-huh. They had it working in the water. But apparently that is one of the worst things to deal with is animatronics in water. Yeah. Because the water's so fucking yeah. hard it's to... Yeah, it does. <laughs> it pretty much ruins everything. Now. Um, I did love as well when 
So it's pretty much as soon as they arrive on the the lake, uh, there's been a boy killed, ripped in two. So they're not they've been a bit dismissive about this prehistoric angle, but regardless, something has fucking murdered a guy. There's mm. no none of them are debating that. He was ripped in half. And they're out in the tandem canoes. Just I know, going fucking And I'm like, hell. I turned to Jess and I'm like, what Come the fuck? On. Oh, two of them side by side canoes. I'm like, ah, somebody died in here yesterday. I get that you don't think there's a prehistoric animal in here, but something's in there and something ripped that guy in half. Yeah, but not even that. The guy goes into the water and it's like the expert. is like, you should know better because you're in way, you know these creatures. And you're in their habitat. The rich guy. Yeah, but he didn't. He he was adamant that they wouldn't attack him. I don't know, but it's just so stupid when because we don't belong in the fucking water. <laughs> you know what I mean? They and those animals are always going to be able to get to you quicker than you can shoot away. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's just it doesn't make sense to me that somebody would go into their world. You know what I mean? I just don't. I just don't get that. And then the fact that, like you said, the canoes. Holy fuck. Nah. Fuck. So I'm just been ripped in half, like you said. Yeah. I am going in on a fucking ship. Aye. You know what I mean? Exactly, aye. A fucking titanium ship. Yeah. A submarine would have been in that Somewhere fucking lake. I'm like 10, 15 foot above the waterline, uh-huh. not able to touch it. Not yeah. technically, my ass is below the waterline. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? No, aye. no thank you. And, what, and, you know, once they did know that it was like a big giant croc, like they still had their, like, the cars and I stuff like back out. lakeside and I'm mm. like again it can come out the water yeah like yeah surely uh, you was, need some sort of barrier and they're no. just out there in their tents like okay, the tents. there was there was nowhere near enough worry fear. enough fear yeah. and this yeah. guy set like a trap that can catch Brendan Gleeson by the leg but would have done absolutely fuck all to a crocodile <laughs> no okay no. but I mean I think all that kind of added to the humour and stuff like that like it was it was good uh, it was that like so it wasn't like a horror film. It was like that kind of like it was a comedy. Oh, campy horror, horror comedy. Aye, aye. It was funny. Uh, we did also get another bit of feedback from Gary, who said, "Shit, I actually watched Lake Flaccid by mistake. Wasn't even a hard watch. Do you want feedback on that?" <laughs> Is that a porno? <laughs> well, I presume so. Sounds like a spinoff. Uh, <laughs> nice. Yeah, it's very good. Is that next week's Lake Flaccid? No. no, thank you. No. Right, let's cash your votes on this one, please. I'll go for three. Four. Three. Fair enough. There has been no prior discussion on what we're watching next. No, well, no. Should it be one of these sequels that that weird bird was in? I feel like no. sequel season does need to happen. However, I was perhaps going to suggest Robocop, because I've not seen it. <gasps> You've not seen Robocop? No. Right, what we'll do that the then. fuck? No. <laughs> That actually, aye, that ties, that ties in well. Uh, aye, we need to do that. We need to watch Robocop. Holy shit. Right, we'll do Robocop. Sorry, that's just surprising. I thought everyone had seen that. No. <laughs> <laughs> you seen any of them? I've like, more than one. No, I haven't. Th- Is three? Arnold Schwarzenegger in any of them? No. no. What's no. he? Terminator. Terminator. Oh. <laughs> 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 He's the other Which you also haven't seen, have you? <laughs> no. <gasps> oh my god <laughs> what a time we'll have when the Terminator game comes out holy fuck yeah. can't believe you thought they were the same person this is her probably just finding out they're two separate films <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like
like a metallic man. I thought it was like. Aye, there's a few of them going about. <laughs> there's Judge Dredd as well. I hope you don't like that's the same thing. <laughs> Brilliant. Robocop it is. Right, Robocop next week. 15 stars, good. Is it good? Is it actually good? It is ultra violent. It's ultra violent. Yeah, it is. I've, I, it's so, else I've seen it. It's so like, it's so distinctive. Like, it's like very like satire on like, a lot of corporate like kind of like advertising and stuff like that. It's okay. like, it is quite cleverly done, I think. Okay. It's not just a action film. There's lots of subtext, I think. I'll look forward Which we'll explore good. next week. Yes, we will indeed. Yeah. Um, no, I think there'll be a lot to talk about with Robocop, to be honest with you. Um, that is all for this week. As always, please leave your feedback on our little feedback form if you can. If you've got any questions or things you want us to talk about next week, then please write them in as well. Um, in the meantime, have fun gaming. Yeah. Ta-ta for now. Bye. Hello.